Welcome to the Efficient Practice Podcast. If you want increased productivity, profitability, and a better quality of life, this show is for you. And now your host, Dr. Evelyn Samuel. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Efficient Practice Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Evelyn Samuel, and today we will discuss how to find exceptional, dependable, and yes, loyal dental team members. A memory popped up in my Facebook feed prompting me to make this podcast episode of some simple steps you can implement right now to attract high-performing loyal team members. I hear many colleagues and practice owners express difficulty in finding and keeping loyal employees. There is truly a system and an art to creating an environment conducive to finding people who are exceptional, dependable, and yes, loyal. It can be done if you know the proper steps. Not only have I found such employees over the years, or as I like to call them, team members, but I also still keep in touch with and receive messages from former team members all the time. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. So I just had this feed to memory to pop up in Facebook, and it was from one of my previous team members. Uh, and it basically said, uh, I'm going to move uh, to work for you uh, if I can convince my husband. And it, the, the person says her name. It's a public post, so you could probably see it. But I was really uh, excited about that because out of all the things that I've done, and I've done a lot of things with dentistry and now coaching and things of that sort, but one of the things that makes me the proudest is the relationship that I've been able to cultivate with team members. Um, I saw my practice in 2012 when I got married. Actually, it was 2011. My husband won't believe that I forgot that. This makes 10 years. Um, but I saw my practice in 2011 and relocated when I got married. And it's not uncommon for me and my team members to still keep in contact. So that's one of the things that I am most proud of is, like I said, the relationship that I've established and cultivated and am able to cultivate with team members. I see all the time in different uh, dental groups and uh, uh, business groups or um, uh, practice owners, I see all the time in these groups and I hear them say all the time that one of the hardest things that they face is finding good team members. So we hear a lot of complaints about like, how do you find new team members? How do you stop the revolving door? How can I find people that will do a good job? How do I increase team or step, staff? I say team, but uh, the complaints will usually say, how do I, how do, how do I improve uh, staff uh, loyalty and camaraderie? And there really are some simple things that you can do to help you find great team members um, to increase loyalty. 
Um, believe it or not, there is a system for that. I believe there's a system for everything. And finding loyal team members is no different. So one of the first things that I found that you can do is hire the correct team members from the very beginning. Well, hello, that goes without saying, huh? Um, but that is a whole uh, lesson and conversation in itself. But if you're getting proper team members from the very beginning, you will find that you have less turnover, you have less problems and things of that sort in your practice. And there again, there's a system for hiring as well. But that's one of the things you can do. You get the right people from the very beginning. Also, you want to set the tone from day one. So what do, what do I mean by set the tone? I actually have a very laid back personality. I have a soft voice. Patients tell me it's soothing. But with that comes um, a level of comfort when people meet me. Sometimes they're too comfortable. And so as a young female uh, practice owner, I learned very early on that I had to set the tone from the beginning. So that means that I was never overly friendly with my team members. I was friendly to my team members and I took care of them and I treated them well, but I wasn't trying to hang out with them and be like their girlfriend just to be frank because I knew I had a business, I had a practice, and I wanted them there to be a level of respect for the position, for the office, and for me as the doctor. So you need to set the tone from day one. I didn't have team members calling me by my first name. I've seen that in some of the practices I work in. And sometimes there's just a, a, a cross of a line between the employer and employee. And so the team members get too comfortable. And then when the um, dentist wants them to perform in a certain way, there's that you know level of comfort or that line that's been crossed. So I say set the tone from day one. Your team members will appreciate it and you will see that things will just work better. You want to invest in your team members. Um, I always believe in investing in my team members. I flew them to courses all over the country. If I was getting educated about a new procedure, it was very important for my team members to know about the procedure as well. Um, they may not know the logistics of how to do the procedure, but they needed to know, have some idea of what uh, the procedure uh, consists of so that they could talk to it about the patients and uh, to the patients in an educated manner so that they knew how to schedule me properly, how they knew how to present the options to the patients. They knew, you know, what the cost would be to the patients as well. So it does no good if the doctor is going all over the place and getting this wonderful training and they're so excited they're geeked up and they're ready to get back in the practice and do these new things. But if the team member hasn't gone with you on that training, they may not have that same level of enthusiasm. So it's really important to invest in your team members, just like you would invest in yourself for your continuing education and for your practice development. You want to make sure that, um, I think uh, this kind of alludes to what we said before in making the tone. Uh, setting the tone, but you also want to let your team members know what your expectations are. So what do I mean by that? I mean your expectations, how you expect the practice to run. Do you expect to run on time? I live by running on time. I can count 
the number of times we ran behind uh, in my practice, probably on one hand, because we had a system for that. Um, you know, how are you going to greet the patients? What kind of environment is it going to be? How do you want them to sterilize instruments? How do, just the whole gamut of what you want your practice to run like. You need to set your expectations when you're hiring uh, the person that's to come into the practice. That you need to have your expectations. They need to be known. And you also need to give them a roadmap of how to accomplish these things. You can't expect people to do things if you have not taught them how to do these things, if you not, have not shown them uh, what you expect them to do. So make your expectations known and give them a roadmap of how to accomplish those things. Um, ongoing training. So we talked about training in the um, sense of when you're getting training, your team members should be getting training, but you also should be training them uh, constantly and consistently in your practice for uh, different procedures, different systems, uh, different things of that sort. You need to continuously train so that your practice can run smoothly. So your practice or business, uh, whatever kind of business that you may have. So training needs to be ongoing. No need to do it and then not you need to do ongoing training so that you can have proper uh, uh, proper systems and proper treatment and proper flow in your practice or your business. Um, I like to treat my team members like they're partners in my business. So what does that mean? I basically treat them just like that, like partners. I share numbers with my team members. Um, I, I, I don't think it's fair to expect team members to be able to schedule properly if they don't understand how the practice runs behind the scenes as well as what they can see. So I shared numbers. I let them know about overhead so that they could understand that even though we were in a practice to help patients, it was also a small business and it had to be run as such. And if it's running as a business, there's certain overhead we had to take care of. So if they understood that, they understood why we were doing what we were doing. They understood why procedures caused what they caused. They understood that there were lab fees that needed to be taken care of. They, un they understood it as if they were running the practice or if, as if they were practice owners themselves. And the team members really appreciated when they had that level of understanding for what I was dealing with as the practice owner and as the doctor. So you let your team members know that they are needed. Well, that goes without saying you would think, um, but you let them know they're needed. I had team members um, that were pretty much at work every day because they knew that I needed them and they knew that they were important. And they just had this level of responsibility that they didn't want to miss a day because they felt like the practice needed them. They felt like I needed them and they felt like their, um, their, their team members and their peers needed them as well. So I let them know or they felt the sense that they were important and they were needed. And then this is something that kind of goes on to that. So as practice owners, we're looking at all the overhead. We're looking at everything that goes on behind the scenes. We're looking at all these things that come together to run a practice. We're looking at patient care. We're looking at insurance. We're just looking at all these different things. 
Um, and so sometimes we might start to tell our team members a lot of things about, you know, this needs to be improved, this system needs to be improved, you need to do this, you need to schedule better, you need to make sure you're collecting better. And that's true, you have to be able to do those things, but you also need to be able to find your team members or catch your team members doing something good. So you catch them doing something good instead of always critiquing uh, and giving, um, I don't wanna say crit criticism in a bad way, but constructive criticism to do things better, but just find them doing something good. If they've done something well, let them know. Catch them doing things that are good. And the last point that I'm gonna go over today, and there's so many, many more, you've probably heard me talk about all these things, uh, and you will hear me talk about them on podcasts and some of my blogs and some of the other things that I do, just pointers to help you run your business better. But the last thing that I'm gonna say is just to um, give them praise when they do well. So that's almost like you know catching them do something uh, good. It's kind of the same thing. But it goes a little step further, and it, it still is with that theme of appreciation. For example, if I have a patient and the patient is asking me a question, uh, and it's something about, I don't know, their insurance or uh, something about what they have to pay, and patients know we have a team for this, but they'll still ask the doctor some of these questions, I made it a point to know everything about my practice and every system I didn't feel like I should have to do everything, but I didn't know how to do everything in case I had to jump in and help a team member if someone was out or something like that. But what I mean by giving them praise is if they ask me a question, uh, a, a patient may ask me a question about their insurance and I might give them a snippet, but I would say, oh, when you get to the front desk, uh, you know, my front desk person at the time, Kara, Carol will help you that with that. She is amazing at doing these things. So I would always give praise to my team members who are my assistant. Um, she's gonna do this and she is absolutely wonderful at you know helping you with this. Who are my hygienist? Oh, you'll wanna see her because she's just the best. Everybody loves her. So I'd always give my team members praise and that gives the patients a level of comfort as well because they hear you talking positively about your team member, then they hear your confidence, and then they have confidence in the team member as well. So I say all of that to say, these are simple ways that you can, of course, make your practice run better, but it also gives the team members reassurance. People love it when they understand what is expected of them. I think most uh, team members want to do a great job um, and you it is your ultimate responsibility to help them do so by giving them uh, your expectations and helping them to um, be able to achieve those things that you would like for them to achieve and with this with them knowing what's expected with them having a roadmap with you investing in your team members with you finding them doing things that are well just with all of these things, which you're providing continuing education, the team members begin to develop a loyalty to your practice, to you and to their peers. So that's just a quick snippet um, that came from that post that popped up on my, on my feed. Um, I will be giving more pointers. So uh, until next time, um, uh, just join me. Uh, take care and be well. Bye-bye.
This concludes another episode of the Efficient Practice Podcast. I know there are many podcasts that you could be listening to. Thanks for tuning into mine. And if you haven't had a chance, please subscribe to, rate, and review the show. Also, please join us in our free Facebook mastermind, The Efficient Practice. This is Dr. Evelyn Samuel signing off. And until the next time, take care and be well. Thank you for listening to The Efficient Practice Podcast with Dr. Evelyn Samuel. 